Real quick, let me just start off by saying this is Peter Rosenberg, your forever 24-7 champion, host of the Cheap Heat Podcast. And I want to shout out the Will Wonder Podcast. You know what I wonder? What amazing takes will be given today on this show? Will I ever get the nod, the invite to be a guest on this show? Will I ever feel like coming on the show if I get that invite? We don't know. But you're checking out the Will Wonder Podcast. What's up, everybody? Episode 87 of the Will Wonder Pod. Hope you've all been well. Right off the top, I want to congratulate everyone over at the Young OG Perspective, Alonzo, Londo, uh, Miguel, and Mike Styles, as well as Danielle, on wrapping up Season 6 of their podcast. Uh, excited to see what Season 7 holds for them, but that's a big accomplishment. Six seasons in, a lot of good content, so make sure you check them out if you haven't, uh, but I'm sure you have by now if you listen to this, to my podcast. Uh, let's see what has been going on. My dad came in town, had a good time, had a barbecue. Of course, you know, the weather forecast is clear for Saturday. All right, let's have a barbecue then. Perfect. We're out there. Boom. It starts raining. You cannot trust Utah weather ever. I'm, I'm assuming this is, it's like this in most places, but in Utah specifically, it could be 95 degrees and sunny as hell. And then in the next moment, clouds pop up and we are sitting there in rain, barbecuing. And one of the burger patties goes in between the grills and we're one burger short. But that's okay. Happens uh, to the best of us. But had a good time with my dad. You know, he got to hang out with my son, which is uh, one of his favorite things to do. One of my son's favorite things to do was really hard uh, when my dad was leaving. My son actually cried this time, which is a first but he was just sad, you know, that his grandpa's going. But he'll be back at some point. Um, one funny thing we did, as you all know, I work out with a lot of guys on Sunday mornings. Dre Rocca, who will be on this show here shortly, uh, joining me, being one of them. So my dad, this is my dad's idea too. I didn't even come up with this. My dad had said, hey, why don't we do this? Why don't I follow you to where you work out? I'll, I'll trail behind a bit. And then I'll pop up and I'll, I'll, I'll pretty much fuck with your friends, mess around with them. I said, oh, man, that's a good idea. So we came up with an idea. I have the audio here because I was actually able to record no. it. Well, <laughs> so here you go. How's it going? I wonder if you guys could help me. What's up? Well, I, I think I'm in the right spot. You coming to work out? Oh. I, I come down from Idaho over the weekend. Talking to some guys in the bars about podcasters I listen to. And they, you know, I mentioned some names, and they, they says, well, they bunch of them work out down at Murphy High School in the morning on Sundays. Oh, is that right? So I thought I'd come down and talk to you guys for a minute because I'm interested in getting a podcast set up in Idaho. Yeah. And I recognize some of you <coughs> from pictures on. Are you fucking with us? No. That's crazy. I, you're, you're Gray Rocker. Yeah. That is your dad. That's not my dad. <laughs> Man, so many funny parts to that video. My dad couldn't keep it in uh, after Dre had said that. That is your dad. But I love how my dad called Murray High School Murphy. He also said, you're Gray Rocker. <laughs> uh, just, just, uh, 
man, I wish we could have kept it going, but but holding in the laugh and as well as just my dad trying to play that off, uh, couldn't do it. But very, very funny. So shout out to my dad for always being down to mess around with people. I think that's where I, I know for a fact that's where I get that from. Uh, what else has been going on? Personally, not a lot. Um, some cool stuff I want to put you all onto. There is a documentary on Showtime, if you have Showtime. It's called Point Gods. And it's essentially about the best point guards out of New York. So if, if you're a basketball fan, you know that New York tends to breed really great point guards historically. So it goes into Pearl Washington, Rod Strickland, Kenny Anderson, uh, Ray for Alston, skip to my Lou to all of those who are into street ball or were into street ball. Uh, I believe I said Kenny Anderson, Mark Jackson, Stefan Marbury, God Sham God, so many more. Even has Smush Parker in it, which man, I hadn't thought about Smush Parker in a minute, but really good documentary, really fun to watch. So I would suggest uh, you all check that out. Let's see what else. Uh, game Games album Drillmatic came out again. I talked about this for a moment last week. Thirty songs which kind of scared me, but it's actually decent. Now, there's a couple things that I don't love about the album. Number one, 30 songs is too many, uh, but also a lot of like, Game is known for name dropping. He does that a lot, which is whatever. But also just the the old samples that he's using and not necessarily old from like 2000 and, 2000 and beyond to 2004, 2005. And a lot of a lot of Jay-Z like poking using samples, saying certain things about Jay, but he's still trying to get that verse from what it seems like. So I guess it's all good. But I feel like if he would have narrowed down the album to 17 to 18 tracks, it might be in the discussion for album of the year. But unfortunately, it won't be. Uh, what else? Man, on the podcast side of things, hoodies are coming. I'm finishing up the design, not me. I mean, I'm giving my input, I should say, with my friend Rachel uh, Thompson, who did the shirts for me. Also, we got some hats coming. Very excited for that. So pre-sales for those should start soon once every, everything is wrapped up in the design uh, and meeting with Joe Baca from Pharaoh's Printing, who uh, did the shirts last time as well. So stay tuned for that. Also, I'm so excited for what we have coming up for everybody with the podcast in October and November. Not quite yet ready to announce what that is, but should be a lot of fun. So excited for that. Stay tuned for a lot of announcements coming soon. Let's get into some sports talk real quick. So NBA is relatively slow. (laughs) Now I'm going to preface this with, I wrote this intro prior to the recent Shams tweet. So here we go. Seems like Donovan Mitchell may stay in Utah, uh, which to me is the smartest thing to do for the Jazz. I don't think this team is too far off talent-wise from last year's team. Obviously, you lose Gobert, Defensive Player of the Year material. Regular season, that's going to hurt you in some games, but the additions that they got, I really like for Utah, makes them deeper. Don't sleep on Kessler. He's not Rudy Gobert, but he's younger, maybe a bit quicker, decent defensive player for a big. Um, You get Beasley, Vanderbilt, yada, yada. Pat Bev is Pat Bev, right? I don't love his game, but he's going to bring a different type of attitude and mentality to Utah that hasn't been seen. And also the Italian dude, he has been hooping. He looks good. Simon 
Fontecchio. I messed it up, I'm sure, but stay tuned for him. Uh, But with all that said, things can change, like in a drop of a hat. Like two minutes after I planned this intro, Shams tweeted out that (laughs) trade talks have picked back up with New York, Charlotte, and Washington for Donovan Mitchell. So I have decided this. I am no longer going to comment on the Donovan Mitchell situation on this podcast until something happens or until the season starts and he's still playing in Utah. My heart tells me that's what's going to happen. I guess I should say my mind. My heart doesn't care one way or the other. My mind tells me that he's going to be here in Utah when the season starts. KD still wanting out, still at a standstill. I don't know what's going to happen. There was some crazy report the other day that some people were saying that he would retire before coming back. And then KD comes out and says, these are all lies. He doesn't want Nash gone, all this. I, I don't know. Nothing makes sense. A lot of he say, she say, she say. Wow. She sells seashells by the seashore. Okay, let's get that out. Um, the NBA schedule is also slowly coming out. We know the Christmas Day games. To me, the two best look to be the Bucks and Celtics, the very first game on Christmas Day, and then the Grizzlies and Warriors, which would be the very last game on Christmas Day. Now, these games are competing with three NFL games, so we'll see how that pans out. Depends on what those games uh, implications are for the NFL, but still, seems like a lot of people would rather watch NFL games at that point than, than NBA. I enjoy watching both. I'm a basketball guy in my heart, so I'll probably watch more basketball unless unless my fantasy team has severe implications in those three Christmas Day football games. And with me being in three fantasy leagues, I can guarantee at least one of those teams, I'm going to have to check out those games on Christmas Day. Uh, speaking of the NFL, we are in the official second week of the preseason. Uh, This week, teams have to get cut down to 85 players, which would lead to two more cuts, one on August 23rd, cutting teams down to 80, and then the final cuts, August 30th, cutting down the teams to a 53-man roster. So, a lot of cuts coming. There will be some surprises, as as there are every year. Guys who get cut end up going to other teams. Uh, But the most fun thing about the preseason isn't necessarily the actual football. It's Hard Knocks. Everyone out there knows what I'm talking about. If you don't watch Hard Knocks on HBO, they had a solid first episode there following the uh, Detroit Lions this year. Comes out every Tuesday, so it comes out, uh, as I record this, comes out this evening. Uh, They also announced that the Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals, will be in the uh, mid-season Hard Knocks. So they did this last year with the Colts. This will be the second uh, Hard Knocks mid-season season. Wow, I'm really struggling today. I apologize to everybody. I don't know why it's coming out so weird, but it is what it is. Uh, But the Cardinals will be fun to watch during the season, all the storylines they've had leading up to it. Hopkins, Murray, uh, and a lot of other uh, really good players on that team. Okay, I feel like I've butchered this intro enough. Coming up. Dre Rocka joins me, and we visit one of our favorite albums of all time. The 20th anniversary of the clips, Lord Willen, is coming up just in a couple days. So we do a record shop on that. We talk the clips. We talk Neptunes, because you can't talk one without the other, especially when it pertains to Lord Willen. After that, we'll be back with an I Wonder. But first, a word from the guy who you're going to hear in a minute, Dre Rocka. Hey. 
So I, mean, I don't got a lot of time. I'm being held hostage right now. I'm listening to other podcasts. I know I just had to sneak away to listen to this one right here. This is really my favorite podcast. But, hey, look, if you ever are uh, in need of any other entertainment, uh, look for me. My name is uh, Dre Rocca. Uh, my, you can follow me at Dre Rocca. That's D-R-E-R-A-O-O. I got to hurry up. D-R-E-R-A-W-K-A. O-Rock.com. Check me out. I do a podcast, too. It's called Unrestricted. We do a lot of fun stuff. Stop. Listen, laugh, love, the unrestricted podcast with Dre Rocca, available now on Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube, literally anywhere you consume podcast, except SoundCloud because that's repugnant, oh, and drop a five-star review and receive 10 years good luck, fail to do so and your genitals will fall off. All right, record shop time. We are celebrating the Clips' Lord Willen 20th anniversary. Before we get to any of that, let me introduce the guy who's rocking with me, as if you didn't hear in the intro or the commercial he just had. <laughs> uh, Dre, Dre Rocka, my friend, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Great, great. I, I'm, I'm glad to be on the record shop. Yeah. My favorite segment. Thank you. Um, You know, as a, as a, a, a lover of music, not just hip-hop, but a lover of music, to learn... Where these samples come from, yeah. what these artists were doing during that time, it's mm-hmm. incredible. So I appreciate you having me on The Record oh, Shop. Of course. This album is very important to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into that, though, I've had people ask me, how's Dre doing on, with the weight loss journey? And I say, well, I'll ask him and let you all know. So Dre, wh- where are you at right now? How are you feeling about it? You, we've been killing every Sunday. How many since uh, the beginning of April? And yeah. we are uh, coming up on August 20th as this would be the anniversary. Yeah. So um, I gave up. Um, I'm back. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm actually had. I'm, I've been drinking alcohol prior to you getting here. I had six donuts. Yeah. yeah. No. Um. Doing really good, man. I'm. I. Uh, you know. I. I'm eating clean. Cleaner. Yeah. Um. You know. There's times where I'll have a, a turkey burger. You know what I mean? I try to make um those type of adjustments instead yeah. of you know something crazy. Um. But I'm doing good, man. I'm 43 pounds away from the goal. Which the goal is, um, you know, we started the Sunday workouts in April. I started yep. working out and stuff in March. So my goal is March to cut the rest of this 45, uh, 43 pounds off. And, um, yeah, man, I've been, I've been going good, man. I'm still motivated. I still got that spark yeah. um, because of guys like you, um, you know, you, the Sunday workout crew, mm-hmm. uh, constantly, you know, um, encouraging, saying words like, yo, Dre, you're like, your foot technique's getting better, man. You're moving yeah. a little bit tighter and stuff like that. It's like... I don't see it, so hearing that makes me feel like okay, yeah. we're we're moving in the right direction at least. You know, For what sure. I mean? and uh, it's uh, so it's going good, man. Yeah, you are getting quicker. I've noticed that feet footwork is great, uh, but yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll get there. I mean, March doesn't seem like that far away, really. But in terms of your diet and working out, it is. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and and to anybody that's listening to this that's contemplating on starting, um, just think about like. If you start now, you look back and be like, oh, like I started way back then. You know, mm-hmm. I'm looking back at, at March. I'm looking back in April. I'm like, wow, like I went through all these birthdays, all these um, holidays and, and things yeah. like that. And now I'm coming back and I'm seeing it now. Like I'm seeing the horizon now. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a really dope feeling. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm proud of you. You guys keep me motivated as well. So it's a, it's a good um, back and forth between all of us. It's a lot of fun. 
All right, we got that shit out of the way now. <laughs> oh, by the way, can I just? Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna call out uh, Maddie Aston. I'm gonna call out Maddie Aston right now. Mm. He hit me up in the DMs, kind of random, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> he was like, "Man, I would love to come out for for a workout," and I get that all the time. Yeah. And I post it all the time. We post it all the time. Yeah. Just show up. Yeah, just come. Just through. show up. Don't say I wish. Like you can. Yeah. All you gotta do is show up. Right now in the heat, in the summer heat, it's 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. Right. We've been consistent on 7 a.m. We just finished our 20th week. Yeah. And uh we're going into 21. So 21, 21. Yeah, exactly. Oh, maybe we do like a, Ooh, a, tw- a whole 21. 21 Savage thing. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Maybe 21. I don't know. 21 of everything. Yeah. You you the you the yeah, guy. I'll do it. I'll put it together. Um we listen to the 21 playlist. Yeah. That's number 21. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want to work out, man, come out. Uh, the guys don't bite, you know, it was intimidating at first for me, but man, the guys, they're really encouraging. Yeah. And my dad came out this last week. So <laughs> I played that in the intro. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, come out for sure. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and again, no judgment. We all, we're all at different levels. We all do different things, but the, the workouts are, are, are really fun. They're really fun. Um, all right. Clips, Lord willing. I'm going to start with this, and then we're going to get into the clips. We're going to get into the Neptunes, the album itself. But from the jump, I want to know, what does this album mean to us? So mm-hmm. you can go ahead and go first. What What's this album mean to you, Dre Rocka? You were, let's see, okay, 02. How old are, are you when this comes out? 12. So this 12. is seventh grade for me. Yeah, this is like that seventh grade era. Um and this is at a time where we just had the blueprint, right? Mm-hmm. We just had this is kind of like I'm I'm starting to pay more attention to hip hop, like as far as artists and stuff. Mm-hmm. I see them on BET and stuff like that, but now I'm actually paying attention. I'm looking at albums and things like that. Um, and this group called the Clips are everywhere. You mm-hmm. see them on 106 and Park with this guy named Pharrell that is just taking over the 2000s. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, I believe this is at a time when um, I want to say Nelly. Nelly was like hot and hair was. Oh, he was out of this world. Yeah, we'll get to that. He was out of this world. So I see this dude named Pharrell. I'm seeing this new Star Trek kind of thing buzzing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, yo, like these these dudes that I, I thought they were twins. I was mm. like, there's twin brothers out yeah. here rapping. Yeah, I'm liking this. Like yeah. I'm down for it. And so I was. I was just. It was just at a height. And my my really good friend Alex. Um, he was the, you know, you kind of have like a big homie that teaches you things about hip hop. Sure. Alex was my same age, but he was very in tune to like the source, all that stuff. So mm-hmm. he's telling me these things like, yo, you need to watch out for these dudes from Virginia. Yeah. And so that's, that's where I was at. I was paying attention. Man. So this, uh, this comes out or, or grinding rather, and we'll get to all the songs and the, and the singles comes out when I'm a sophomore in high school getting ready to go into my junior year. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I loved the Neptunes and everything they had done, right? From, and we'll get to these songs, but from Super Thug on up to this point. And the thing I liked about the Neptunes were, you know, I kind of missed the whole Native Tongues era of just like dudes that were hip hop, but they weren't like, gangster rap they weren't talking about drugs they weren't you know what i mean yeah uh so i missed that so this was like my first like wow you don't have to be super hard and be really successful within hip-hop 
and the, 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 the sounds, the way that they made their beats, not a lot of samples. No, no real samples on this album. Mm. That's the crazy thing. Lyrics were sampled, so they have to give credit to certain things. Patty cake, patty cake. I'm the baker's man. Yeah. They, that's that's Bake credited. These cakes as fast as yeah. yeah but um, man, this album was just something else, and it opened up Star Trek. A lot of really dope rappers that never really took off, and we'll get into some of those as well. But loved this. Loved like this stayed in my. <laughs> Nine tray Lumi, 93 Lumina, <laughs> gold, no CD player, but had the CD uh, Walkman with the tape deck uh, adapter. Yeah. So you plug it into the headphone jack of your CD Walkman. Bam. Until you you you, broke, you put your leg over too far and you ripped the cord out. Yeah. You had to buy Go to reach for something where you have to stop real quick and, <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Yeah, I went through many a CD Walkman. Uh, all right, let's do this. Let's get into the clips. Um... So prior to Lord Willen, Malice was the one rapping. Mm -hmm. He was known as the rapper. Pusha T was the younger brother, just kind of soaking everything in. 1999, they released this song. Well, three years before Lord Willen. This is The Funeral, which is also produced by the Neptunes. Early Neptunes, though, right? And it's definitely different. Dope song. Pusher sounds so young. You could tell me Pusher T is... 13 in this song, and I will believe you. So it starts off with Malice, because again, he was the guy. Yep. Sounds, you know, sounds like Malice. Yep. I'm going to go ahead a little bit, and we're going to get to Pusher. Ron Patter's just nice, man. Mm -hmm. just, so nice. Tell me he couldn't be 13. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's almost like he hadn't fully gone through puberty. Obviously, he wasn't uh, 13, but... So we get this, and then <sighs> silence. They get dropped from their uh, from Warner. Nothing uh, on a on a global level, or uh, 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 you know, statewide level, all over the U.S. You don't get anything. The first time I heard the clips, because I didn't, I never heard the funeral. I'll be honest, I didn't hear it when it came out. It wasn't being played on the radio here. That sound though, is that a sample? I feel like Hove did that too, didn't he? That that seems like a very popular sample, but I don't know what it is. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. So the first time I actually hear the clips is on JD's Instructions album, which came out in two thousand and one. I'm getting the groove now, so I'm like, which is a cold ass album. Welcome to Atlanta. Oh yeah, and it's this song that's actually on Lord Willen, originally on Instructions. So JD introduces them, you know, this is that Neptune's Clips, so, so deaf. And I was like, who's the, who's Clips? Yeah. Because you get, you'll hear here, you get, uh, So, dope song with JD. The Instructions album is very, very popular. Um, but then again... I don't hear anything yeah. after this. You just hear that. We're going to get into the first single, but before we do so, we're going to go down a rabbit hole of Neptunes. And it's a fucking great journey. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are you going Are you going to post that? Is that that playlist that you sent me? Is that live? Can the yeah, world I can, see that? I can share it for everybody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 This is a great introduction to 
Neptunes, what they did. When I seen, well, I don't want to jump too much into it, but when I seen a certain rock star princess on that list, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the first time I hear the Neptunes, but I don't know it's the Neptunes, is off of this album, this song. Mace, Harlem World, looking at me with Puff Daddy. Yeah. You listen to it now, you're like, yep, that's the Neptunes. Even the, ah, ah. Yep. But it's, you know, and I get this all the time. You know, why are you over there looking at me while my girl's standing here? <laughs> yeah. You got a problem? Yeah. <laughs> but very first credit to the Neptunes that I remember hearing, excuse me, but at the time, didn't know it was the Neptunes, right? Knew nothing. I just figured Puff. Yeah. It was Puff. That's all I knew. I think if I think that was the world's consensus too. Like, yeah, I felt the same way. I thought it was Puff. Mm-hmm. Puff was very good at that, getting producers to do stuff. And obviously, Puff's name would be on those credits. You know, Chad and Pharrell would be on there too. But you see Puff first. So, again, this rabbit hole. Holy shit! And huge. That's a huge record. Huge. And then, now- this, and then this one comes. This now. You work for U92, Dre. Nah, I used to. <clears throat> what? I work for 92.5 The 92 Beat. 92.5 The Beat. <laughs> 92.5 The Beat. Utah's number one for throwbacks. We'll, we'll get into that <laughs> another time. This, when U92 first started, this was on repeat, and I love this song. Mm-hmm. This is what really set the Neptunes off. Whoa, whoa. Because Nori even says, N-E-P-T-U-N-E-S, the way they lace the beats, like one of the best. And I was like, who the hell's that? <sighs> that gave me chills. Yeah. Super thug. Super thug. So you know how Nori says, what, 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 what? Have you ever heard the story why that's the chorus? Uh-uh. That's how he counted bars. Oh, really? He was writing. One, two, three, yeah. four, one. So they were like, we're going to use that as the hook. And he was like, what? <laughs> What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so here we go. This is uh, 98. This is back when Noriega was like, had a gun on him at all times. All times. And now he's on Drink Champs. He has other people that have guns on yeah. them at all times. All right. Next Neptune's joint. <sighs> to this day, you can still play this. Oh, yeah. At any club. Goes off. Old Dirty Bastard. Got Your Money. Khalees, who would... End up signing to Star Trek Records. And doing so much. Oh, yeah. She left her mark, and I don't think a lot of people talk about it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Give me a number. I'll call you up. Next up. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh wait. <sighs> the Neptunes revitalized Mystical's career. Yeah. And made him a house, so at one point, a household name with this, with Danger. Yeah. <sighs> you, and now hindsight, you can just tell. Neptunes Yeah Hindsight Neptunes Yeah I come here with my dick in my hand (laughs) Be cool What was it Big Mama's house This came out on Yeah What a start Like What a way to start a verse Came here with my dick in my hand (laughs) Okay All right. You see where he's at now Yeah And he got in some shit So next song (laughs) This one is what In my head In my mind Really set them on a whole other trajectory Yeah Jay at this time the, the biggest rapper in the game yep. And this Dynasty album I'm in ninth grade now, Singing this All over the radio by the way oh, Like everywhere Everywhere you, Great video Video yeah Video top 10 Countdown yep. Everywhere 
Next up, <clears throat> guy by the name of Ludacris. First single off of his Back for the First Time album. And this is when people were just throwing elbows. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. Dirty Bird Times. Talk about Atlanta. Jesus. It just fits so good. Yeah. Uh, Next one. Neptune. Again, we're on a Neptune's rabbit hole. Dun, 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 dun. Ray J. Ray J. Woo! Little Kim. Wait a minute. Isn't that Brandy's brother? <laughs> See, if Jack Harlow would have listened to this song, yep. he would have never had that whole thing. <laughs> but he's young. And that's this is for the young people listening to this that don't know this era. I was like, Ray J's smooth. Oh, yeah. Girls in the club. You asked Vince Staples. He's the, made the most impact on R&B. In the- Cause I'm a shine. <laughs> and I would agree. He, he changed a lot of shit. <laughs> you know? We wouldn't have the breakfast club. Yep. <laughs> Here we go. This is the one you were talking about. Huge record. And then they continued. They did a couple other songs with her. But this one, I mean, I'm in, again, I'm in 10th grade. This was one of those ones that even the dudes that loved hip hop and didn't really fuck with pop were like, yeah, that's cool. Jesus. They did do the Boys Girls remix for uh, Gold Member soundtrack, which that is hard, and I didn't add it to this because it's after Lord Willing. Yeah. But, go, you Come get, on. You get Jay, Ludacris, and then like, oh, yeah, why don't we just work with the biggest pop star in the entire world? Bubblegum, too. Yeah. Now turned, the title? Turned her out. Kind of wild. They turned her out a little bit. <laughs> Ain't this the one where she had the snake in the video and shit? No, that's toxic. Oh, that's toxic, yeah. <sighs> Take me back then. Uh, then we go to this. Are you shitting me? Everybody was holler shaking. Oh, my God. Shoulders were going crazy. This is a, a side note. This is a very slept on album. P. Diddy and the Bad Boy Family, the saga continues. A lot of really, really great gems on this album. Bad Boys for Life came out on this album, right? No. Oh, oh, yes, yes, Bad Boy for Life. Yeah. Yep. yep. Let's get it with G Depp. Yup. And even the, the ones that weren't singles, really great songs. Next up. That's when he introduced himself as Diddy. Yeah. That was. Exactly. Changing yeah. my name, P. Yep. Diddy. Next up, one of the top five dead or alive off of one LP? What the fuck? <laughs> I still remember. I can remember this video. I remember being in 10th grade and I. Playing it consistently in my Walkman before I had a car. <laughs> so hard. She said she was a model for a year and a half, and then she took the pins out and her head dropped down to a calf. Like, what does that even mean? I'm in 10th grade. I don't know what that means. I didn't know they had different hair yeah. that they could put on. I'm like, they, her hair came down to her calf. <laughs> yeah. Video was perfect. Oh, man. It's just his voice, yeah. man. Forget about it. Talk about knockout collabos. It's man. so romantic. It's so romanticized for me in hip hop, obviously. But this time period is like, <sighs> it's a whole other world. So Neptune's then uh, kind of uh, experiments a bit. They produce most of a group's album, a hip hop group out of Philadelphia called Philly's Most Wanted. This is Boo uh, Boobonic and Mister was the name of the uh, the two rappers. They didn't end up really doing anything much after this. They kind of flirted around with Star Trek on a couple of tracks. But this shit 
again, was just so smooth in that, that 808. Ugh. Do you remember these guys? No. <sighs> so the rapping is very subpar. I'm not going to lie to you. But the hook and the, so. Excuse me, bitch. What's your name? You know, yeah. let me get to the hook. Okay. And then this one. This song came out. It's called Cross the Border. When it came out, a lot of people thought it was Jay on the hook. Oh, yeah. But this was Sounds like hard. I got three drinks in me stuck, and I ain't trying to talk. I'm trying to fuck. And in my head, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to say that one day when I can drink. Um, but this album, Philly's Most Wanted, a self-titled album, didn't really do well. But I had it because I, I bought Damn near everything I could that came out. Shout out to my mom. My mom bought most of it. I had a part-time job at the movie theater. Um, then Neptune's experiment with this, and they still do this from time to time. They put out three to four albums, I, I believe. N-E-R-D. Lab Dance. You had asked me on my last podcast, there was a question. Mm -hmm. What's your go-to song? Yeah. Lab Dance for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is with Vita from Murder, Inc. and Lee Harvey. I don't know what the fuck happened to Lee Harvey. He was super white trash looking white guy in the video. Pharrell kills it. I've seen NERD live. Great, great, great live. And we ain't gonna talk about that line though. Oh. And I dare motherfucker to come in, in my face. face. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? You gotta do, you gotta do. What? I used to hate when I'd catch myself singing the hook to myself in the car. Oh, baby, you want me? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you can come and get this yeah. <laughs> Stop saying that part. I want to go to Lee Harvey because he had some bars. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get to the beginning. All right. Again, this is the only time I heard Lee Harvey. Beginning's a little iffy. Two blondes, both arms feeling like Fonzie. Oof. Hey. You can find me chilling with crackers who like thrash. I love this part. Burning the flag all in the name of white trash. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, we're going to get there. He was the yellow wolf before yellow wolf? Yeah, I, probably. This part right here. I take them to my home. They call it the cockpit. <laughs> Time to take them off and they panties they drop quick. That's first class fucking. I think that's some fly shit. <sighs> I was like, all right, Lee Harvey's kind of nice. But then Bars. he was gone. <laughs> We're still on this rabbit hole of the Neptunes. Go do you ahead. do you feel like um do you feel like the Neptune I feel like Chad followed Pharrell. I feel like Pharrell was the engineer on like as far not like physically engineer, but like the guy to put the Neptunes where we're going. He's the the pilot. Yeah. Right? I, I believe so. I think uh from all the interviews I've ever watched and and you know, Chad we saw him on Hot 97. Yeah. Was kind of socially awkward, right? Very awkward. But from what I understand, Pharrell was the guy who had kind of the vision, but Chad was the one that had like, was always working and always had that sound, would experiment with other weird shit. And if you ever watch the, uh, the Neptunes put out an album, Star Trek compilation called Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones was the one with the gorilla on the cover, right? No, no, no. That's the N.E.R.D. album. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, or maybe it's just, no, it's just called Clones. Neptunes Present Clones. Had a lot of solid songs on there, but there was a documentary that came with it. And uh, on that, Pharrell talks about how he met Chad and how Chad just constantly is experimenting with things. And then they go to Chad in the studio, and this is 03. And he's just, he's like, I bought this whole, it was a whole huge board, tons of different like places to hook stuff in. He's like, I just bought this to fuck around with sounds. He would unplug from one spot into another, be like, it was crazy. You can find it on YouTube. It's a very cool documentary. If you just look up uh, Neptune's Present Clones documentary, it's there. It's like 35 minutes. I feel like the those guys, like you mentioned, experiment. I feel like that was their whole career. Yeah. Let's experiment. Oh, yeah. Let's just throw and see what sticks. Yep. And a lot of times and it's I, stuck. Hell yeah. Very dude. rarely did it not. And even with artists that, like you mentioned, aren't here no more. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like short-lived. Yeah. Exactly. It's crazy. Their longevity... You know, they uh, they split up, obviously, the Neptunes. Um, they still would produce stuff for artists every now and then together, but mostly it was Pharrell. Chad was still producing as well. It was just more low-key. Um, but, yeah, it's their their run is incredible. We're, uh, we have, like, four more songs on this run until we get to Lord Willen. And and this isn't everything they did. Mm-hmm. This is just, like, the, the top of the top. So next up after Lap Dance, we get this. Oh my gosh. This video too. For those that didn't, that don't understand like 90s to early 2000s hip hop, videos could change it. Oh yeah. This video was so solid. You had DJ Clue there. You had Pharrell with his hat low. You don't even see his eyes. He's just making a noise. I think it was all of Desert Storm. I think, I think uh, yeah. Envy might even be in that. Yeah. Skane. What was his name? <laughs> Skane Dollar. Um, Great song though, fabulous ghetto, fabulous, really solid album. Next up, kidding me? I can't say this part. You can. Don't leave your girl around me. True play for real. That's my nigga for real. Uh. Eighty-seven oh one Usher. Damn. Okay. We got a couple more. Talk about videos. This is when we see oh, dances. Yeah. This is, we learn dances. Remember when they were doing the chest pop yep. stuff every mm-hmm. beat. This is where we learned that. We learned the moonwalk and stuff. We obviously the 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 new moonwalk. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one with the the I'm I'm doing it. You can't see it, but my foot one foot's moving, the other one. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm just playing. I can never do it. Uh next song. This it's a banger. Another jump, club jump. record that you can no matter what to this day you can still play it. And DJs always fuck with that. Start it over again. DJs, yep. I'm a DJ. Start it over again. Oh, <sighs> cut it back and forth. Yep. Talk about Revising or uh, not revising, but um, helping a career out. Oh man, Busta Rhymes. Yeah, that was another one where he, you know, he's. It's a top forty record that's everywhere. Mm-hmm. People were buying Cavassier, didn't even know what Cavassier it, was. I didn't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> I, I remember that because this is past the Cavassier part two. The original one was just whatever. It's yeah. kind of lame. This though, I was like, what is this? That's how I feel about. I need a girl. Oh. I feel like part two was like the joint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he ate off that for a while. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> then Neptunes are like, you know what? Let's fuck with another enormous pop group. Like enormous. Let's just give a little guitar. In sync, girlfriend. The remix with Nelly. Yeah. Forget about it. Like, what are we? Incredible. What are we doing? What are the? I, fuck. 
But at, while we're playing all these bangers, not one of them is a number one hit. It's very true. Not one of them is number one. And yeah. think about how big these songs are. Yep. That's crazy to me. I know. I know. A little precursor to I Wonder. We talk about that here shortly. Oh. But yes, incredible. We're going to end on this one. Then we're going to get into Lord Willen. Hook back up with this guy. Drink champs. The video was on as I walked into the, <laughs> to the studio. <laughs> yeah. Still another one that you can still play. What? So ill, man. Uh, lives forever. This will live forever. Another great video. Big jerseys. Mm-hmm. Big, big, I came big to clothes. Party. Headbands. Your girl was looking at me. Too dope. All right. She's a haggler. No, I ain't tagging. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> one that you did not play. Go ahead. Um, that really caught me uh, off guard when you sent me the list. Um, the, which the playlist you can, I mean, Wonder will post it on his story or something. Mm-hmm. But it was um, Avril Lavigne Complicated. Oh, wait. No, no, wait. I'm going to get to this. Okay. Hold on a minute. Sorry. I, I, you yeah. said last one, so I didn't. Yeah, yeah. No, no. So last one of, the, hold on. We'll get there. We'll get there. August. Uh, excuse me, not August. Let me let me get to my okay. May fourteenth, two thousand and two. Grinding comes out. I'm at my boy Chacon's house, who does the pod with me uh, for football, along with Hoop. We're watching rap, uh, not Rap City, one hundred six and Park, and I believe one hundred six and Park would generally do a new a new song, right? Uh, blah blah. Here's the newest song from uh, Star Trek: Signees Eclipse. This is Grinding. Again, another video. You have Vir- Virginia in this video. Skills is in it. So many Virginia hip hop. And then you can tell they brought the town out with them. And then this. I got the chills. I know. Bro, for real. And I remember thinking. Holy shit, this is clips from JD's fucking uh, Instructions album. Wow, this is a great song. Everybody, a week later, is trying to do the fucking beat on the the, uh, table in the lunchroom. You got guys trying to do the boom, boom, boom. I can't even do it. I remember, so May, it's getting close to the end of school, right? I'm in 10th grade at this point. I loved this shit. My boy Jeremy Brown, hey, you seen that grinding video? Yeah. And he's like, the way he does that noise with his mouth? Yeah. And it's going to come in right here. Obviously, there's some type of effect on Pharrell making that noise. But in the video, you're just like, how the fuck does he do that with his mouth? Yeah. Way too ill. Way too ill. Grinding was just a whole thing. So when you first heard it, what did you think? It was the anthem of the school. And I obviously we've been we've been out of school for a long time. Yeah. But I'm assuming that there's still ciphers at school. I would hope so. I'm assuming there's still people out there making beats on the tables. And I guarantee you, one of them kids is doom 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 dum bum bum to this day. So leaving leaving um leaving school, right? Middle school, we are in summertime. Mm-hmm. Grinding's everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere we see it. Well, now we're getting remixes and stuff from oh, yeah. art that we're learning. Oh, Nor- Nori's on it now, yeah. and, um, 
And it was just, it was that time when I feel like that's when a lot of people got inspired to actually start rapping mm-hmm. was right there. And a lot of, a lot of the things that they were saying, I had no idea. I didn't know oh, what yeah. a brick was. I'm grinding Jack. <laughs> I thought that was a cool, cool ass phrase. Yeah. <laughs> when I seen the video though, cause, um, growing up with my pops, we loved the NBA. So when he mentioned Pee Wee Kirkland, I oh, was yeah. like, "Legend in two games, like I'm Pee Wee Kirkland," and he's in the video. Yeah, I was like, "You fucking crazy!" The movie. Uh, uh, okay, keep talking. I'm gonna. I'm, there's a Pee Wee Kirkland film that is everyone needs to watch if you don't know who he is. Go ahead. So when we see that, and then we see, okay, I, I've never been to Virginia, and now we're looking at a, a video that's. It's not bright. It's not It's not like the Puff Daddy videos. It's not all... We're coming into an era where it was like, you know, not shiny. It was... Mm-hmm. Th- these guys would... They had dark clothes on. They had the jerseys on. You know, I'm, I'm, they had jerseys on that weren't played in the game. So I'm like, where are they getting these jerseys? So right. now, like, things are being influenced that way, too. Yeah. Throwbacks were... Yeah, exactly. And here, here I am still thinking these guys are twins. <laughs> <laughs> He's what brothers are killing it. Yeah. Uh, doing it in the park is uh, they talk pretty heavily about Pee Wee Kirkland. They talk about other New York uh, basketball players, but that one is one where it gives you a real look into Pee Wee Kirkland's life. And it, I'm not going to go into it here, but it's crazy. Pee Wee was um, is a is a legend um, that I feel a lot of people. Knew about because the that was like the first guy with the NBA was like we need to show him some love mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah. So just the top of his uh, Wikipedia, Richard Pee Wee Kirkland is a former American streetball player and drug kingpin, legend in two <laughs> games like I'm Pee Wee Kirkland. Boom bar, <sighs> incredible. Um, so we've covered grinding. You know, it's it. There's it. It can't be stressed enough how big that was in the moment. A cultural record. Yeah. Still not number one. Not a number one. Next up, the next single, second single would be released July 30th, 2002, summer. I'm going into my junior year. I'm feeling feeling great. (laughs) This comes on. I can't say the beginning. Bitches. The funny thing about the edited, there's nothing right there. It's like, mm, mm, you are now listening to. <laughs> but the way the. And everybody was throwing up the Star Trek oh, yeah. during this time. Yep. Learning it. Whether you were a nerd or not. Yeah. Top down. Chrome spinning. You see the balls grinning. I'm loving these. She tried to let the rest fit in. Another one that was just way too ahead of its time, but just hit. It just hit. And it, to me, it still does. If you're in the, if you have the right crowd, you can play that record at a club or a bar or what have you, a party, and it'll go off. Now there is the wrong crowd to play that with. They're a little bit younger, and it just doesn't hit the same. Yeah, because they wasn't there. It wasn't with you shooting in the gym. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Usually uh, coming behind Dipset or leading into some Dipset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no doubt. All right. So, like I said, that was July thirtieth, two thousand and two. We reach August 20th, 2002, coming up on that 20th anniversary, like I said. So this is what might have thrown you off, and I should have put you onto this. These are the top five songs on Billboard when this album is released. So number one is this. 
this is a summer record. This hit number one? This was number one. Really? This was number one on the Billboard Top 100, Hot 100, whatever they called it at the time. This was number one. Before before Hot in Here? So, August 20th. Oh. Hot in Here was number one prior to that. But you know what number two is? Again, this is Dilemma. Kelly Rowland, Nelly, off of Nellyville. Yeah. Only Dudes Moving Units, M Pimp Juice and Us. Jay-Z said it. Nelly was moving Yo. at this time. Uh, he had the number one record. He also had the number two record in the country at the time, which was previously number one. Hot in Here, produced by... The Neptunes. The Neptunes. <sighs> this video too. Oh, this is one for they start to get into like more of a. Hey, okay, yeah, have some fun, yeah. <laughs> All right, girl, my butt getting big. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> great record yo, though. Yo, but we're not gonna slide and let this go. Like, come on, I was like, good gracious, ass, ass is bodacious. bodacious. My man said bodacious. Yeah, got away with it. <laughs> Okay. You could, I, we probably could have said whatever the fuck on this record. <laughs> so the number three song in the country, and I, uh, this is uh, not produced by the Neptunes. I should have pre- uh, gave you a precursor, but number three was this. Complicated by Avril Lavigne. Number three on the Billboard Hot 100. Avril Lavigne was a thing for a while. Yeah. He had to be there. She showed up, skater boy with her black tie. There was a lot of chicks in high school who would wear like the tank top and the tie. She was definitely influential. The girls had the oh, emo sure. eyeliner. And, yeah. You know. Uh, number four, this record. You're ready for me. Mario, Just a Friend, 2002, <laughs> beginning Biz Marquee. Rest in peace. I need to do a little sidebar, though, real quick. Sidebar on this song. My best friend, Rob Reynolds. We are in 10th grade, obviously. Or no, junior year. So junior year had just started. <sighs> Used to always try to have creative voicemail greetings for someone to leave you a message. I, the only voicemail or the only cell phone I had at the time was to talk to my dad who lived, didn't live where I lived. And it was so the, the long, it was in his area, the number was. So we didn't have to pay for long distance. Mm. Rob had a cell phone, right? Here's his voicemail greeting. I'm going to do it verbatim. <laughs> okay. So, beep. Hey, what's up? This is Rob Reynolds. Sorry, I couldn't pick up the phone. I'm probably out playing ball or something. Go ahead and leave me a, le- a message. Oh, and ladies? I want to know your name, man. <laughs> no! Swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> And it worked. You know what I'm saying? Rob got a lot of girls back in the day. Shout out to him. I mean, he just had his 15th wedding year, wedding anniversary. So to him and Lindsay, congratulations. But back in the day, he was a fucking dog. Okay. (laughs) And that was the voicemail that started it all. Now, there was no, like, you had to record that. So I wonder how many times he had. I should ask him that. How many takes was that? How many takes did it take you to do that? And ladies, yeah. I want to know your name, man. I want to know your name. Yeah. What a cornball. But it worked. Like I said, whatever. You know, I was jealous. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, the f- number five song in the world at that time on the Hot 100, like we said, mm-hmm. Diddy ate off of I Need a Girl, part one and part two, but part two was bigger. Loon, Genuine. That bounce right here. Mario Winans. And you would think part one with Usher would have been bigger, but this one was the one that kind of... Oh, yeah. Lasted I think it was because It was more boppy Yeah I mean, yeah for sure Part one was more Of a smoother like Chill song But this one yeah 
And the original I Need a Girl, not part one, the original one was on The Saga Continues, P. Diddy and the Bad Boy Family, which is a good record, but it's not a radio record. Yeah. So, and then and then Diddy does We Invented the Remix, and it's just fucking nonstop from there. Yeah. Uh, all right, album is out. Those are the top five songs. August 20th, 2002, Lord Willen hits the shelves. I go to Target after school. It's a Tuesday, because that's generally when the albums used to come out, and I get it. And... It's it doesn't disappoint from the start. You get the intro and it's just you it drops you right in. Players, we ain't the same. I'm in the cane and guns. Show Paul with the fishes, make the face lift numb. Out in Panama on that amazing sun. I'm amazing son. I'm son with son, but in the right context. Oh yeah. <laughs> Recognize the underworld since I was young. Man. Back in 84 when I saw Crockett and Tubbs as a law. So drops you right in that. I'm going to go a little further because the way that this ends, right in the young boy, yeah. it's almost flawless. And hopefully the phone just does it for me. Let's see. Trust I will you. That didn't. But there it is. Yep. Young boy. I was like, what in the funky funk is this? Yep. Shit, Pharrell with the great hook. When I was a young boy. <laughs> it's so cold. Now, though, I want to say, hot damn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> For real. Such a great song. Man. Oh, yeah. So, I'm not going to go track by track. But next is Virginia, though, right? Virginia is next. And that's one thing I was going to touch on because Virginia, uh, let me pull this up. I don't know what's going on. Virginia is a totally different tone than the rest of the album. Yep. Um, it's more, I guess, kind of gives you a look into what Virginia may really be like in the in the underbelly yeah. of these. There we go. And just the pan, mm -hmm. the panning of the vocals just yeah. done really good. It was almost like they, they wrote this song was like, we're doing this song regardless. Yeah. And for was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I love that young boy is so upbeat, yeah. but it's talking about how they get into uh, what, you know, drug dealing. And then this is like, okay, this is the reality. Yep. <sighs> so good. Um, but again, we're not going to touch on every song on the album, but we're going to get into the next single off of the album, which was released... Um, let's see, where are we? December 3rd, 2002, with the one and only Faith Evans. Another one where the video was just solid. They're just trying to juggle their, uh, uh, their roster of females. There's one behind the couch, there's one coming in the door, one in the bedroom, and they're just trying to keep them from not seeing each other. Yep. Very funny video. Good song, too. And again, Faith Evans, let me see if I can get to it. Don't know who she is. Don't nope. care who told why they meddle in it now. Just chalk it up and just part of the game. You know who I'm about. Who got part of my name? Look, I don't love her. And there's that. that Neptune's like they like to sneak in the shit sometimes. Ain't that what Ho said? Yeah. Libra, Neptune, Sam. <laughs> so good, though. So that's the third single there. 
Fourth seam goal would come out a little bit later. Honestly, uh, we're about five months after that, and it's caught down. This was released April 29, 2003. Uh, it was later repackaged for the Clones album, where they called it Hot Damn. The only, it's the same people on both songs, minus Pharrell, because Pharrell actually spits a verse on Hot Damn. Yeah. And let me see if I can get to it, because the Pharrell verse is so quick, but so hard. Hold on, we're almost there. Here we go. Imagine that Rose Royce crashed in me unscratched in that billionaire boys club fashion. Uh, you niggas is clones. I hand out styles like ice cream cones. The fuck out of here. That's for real. There you go. There's four bars. Hard though. Eight bars. I'm out. Who was he pushing that at? Yeah, I don't know. Who was he? Who was he saying that to? I don't know. Was that a precursor? I don't know if they were already beefing with uh with Cash Money at that time. Not Be- yet. There weren't. It was very but close. Was he already like seeing some things? Like yeah. who, who was he seeing this from? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the thing that Pharrell is so underrated in how he can rap. Because mm-hmm. Pharrell can really, really rap. Now, is he writing his verses? Maybe not, probably not. But the way he delivers them. Oh yeah. <sighs> so cold. Um Did you ever listen to the project? I don't even think it was a project. There was a couple singles. That him, Common, and and uh, Kanye did. They were supposed to have a group. I remember seeing those floating around like mix unit times, but I don't remember the songs. They, I'll show you afterwards. Um, but there was, there was a time when that was gonna be a thing. Yeah, we were supposed to get that group, but it didn't <sighs> happen. Scary. Oh yeah. Um, him and Kanye, uh, Pharrell and Kanye had had worked together quite a few times on Pharrell's album. Um, and then uh, I'm, th- I'm forgetting the other song that they did. But, but yeah, those two together. And, and for everyone who saw the Kanye doc, knew that Pharrell really gave him the love early mm-hmm. and knew what he could be. So, uh, man, Pharrell is just, he still looks like he's, tw- he still looks like he did in a goddamn uh, <laughs> grinding video. Yep. Today, 20 years later. Um, all right, let's get into some categories, my friend. So start off. Favorite beat. You can go first. I can go first. Whatever. Um, for me, it's the obvious one, the one that changed everything. Grinding. No, oh, it has to be right. It can't not be. Come on, man. I always wondered that that ch- 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 was that hydraulics because if you remember in similar to exhibits. Oh yeah. no. Front to back. Yeah. Ch- 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 I don't think so. I think it's... I, uh, I've watched so many documentaries in my life. They talk about how they made it. I know he said there was five five instruments, I think he said. Mm. One of them was African beat, uh, drums. I'll have to find it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm right there with you. I put this first for that reason, because yes, it's it's my favorite one as well. Shouldn't, shouldn't be hard for anyone to pick that. Yeah. Uh, next up, favorite verse. What are you going with? So for me, it was uh, minute 320 of I'm Not You. Mm, okay, I'm going to get there. Keep going. Malice, the fifth verse. Um, this this is that real drug talk, but it's also Malice being like, yo, I also don't agree with this. Yeah. I know I'm doing something wrong, but I still love it. 
in the same boat I tell them quick no I move coke uh -uh. and you and I don't share no common bond so forgive me if I don't receive you with open arms no. it shames me to no end to be poison to those who could very well be my kin uh -huh. but when there's demand someone will supply so I feed them their needs at the same, same time cry Yes, it pains me to see them need this. All of them lost souls, and I'm their Jesus. Absolutely. And he goes, he, he battles with this the rest of his career. And essentially, that's why he leaves. Yeah. Is because of the, and he changes his name, but we'll get to that here shortly. Uh, I love that one. My favorite is on Young Boy, where he just talks about the start of it. It's right here. Pharrell's such a good, like, season on mm -hmm. Here we go. When I was about big wheels and racetracks, pop pushed the tornado and rolled to eight tracks. Never stood a chance, exposed from way back. Mind to the baby saying it's Ajax. This part two, you can see it. That should have been closed where I first witnessed the raw. Seeing my household, it was quite unique. Playing hide and seek, you might find a key. <laughs> and this part sticks with me. You have a cousin or an uncle has a nice car and told you he was rich. Yeah. <laughs> and you're lying. <laughs> but again, battling. Yeah. Speak of cousin Ricky, it brings tears. And this part. Little brother, big brother, mother, the grandmother. It's tradition. My favorite verse. So many good ones on here, though. Um... All right, next up, best feature. I'll start on this one. Pharrell would be easy to say because he just adds so much to every song. Yeah. Right? To me, and we talked about this briefly before we started recording, to me, it's family. It ain't none y'all can teach me. And the reason being, I used to love it on albums when it would be like, okay, this is our album, but here's 30 seconds, here's two minutes of someone else that's either with us, on our label, whatever, that's coming out. Family was supposed to be somewhat big. We had a song called Rock and Roll after this with uh, Pharrell, had a little flip on it, and then nothing. Mm. But I do love that it's someone else and that this is all you hear is just him and it's just him rapping the whole time. And then you get Pharrell doing the, the ending. That's who I would go. Who, who, who was your favorite feature? <laughs> Maybe I'm biased. It was Kiss mm. on I'm Not, I'm Not You. Yeah. Uh, you, you can't go wrong with Kiss. I didn't write down the minutes, but yeah, um, I felt he had a, a solid, uh, solid feature on there. He did. Hold on, we'll get to it. That verse is hard too. Yeah, it's very calm. He comes in different than uh, uh, Pusher at the beginning because Pusher's very like up. And yeah, Jada Kiss is just like almost like he was bored, but mm -hmm. it's so good. Uh, all right, next up, least favorite song, <laughs> Family. Is it? <laughs> I'm Virginia. So when he says I'm Virginia, them guns go bang, bang. I, I, I it felt super like we got to do something hard. We got to be yeah. something a little bit. Let's. We know you sell drugs, but we got to do a little harder. You know yeah. what I mean? It just. I don't know. For me, it felt a little pushed. Okay. No pun intended. <clears throat> uh, to me, and we've talked about this song too. It's this one. Yeah. Comedy Central. The beat's just so fucking Garbage. lazy. I don't know how this made it on there. This got to be the worst yeah. Neptune's beat ever, yeah. if I'm going to be honest. Fine bars. Fabulous recycles a line that he used on uh, Nate Dogg's song. Nate Dogg remix, I Got Love. Mm. But 
whatever. It's fine. Only people like me would remember that. <laughs> Nobody's going to give a shit you yeah. know, now, 20 years later. Uh, okay. Lastly, last uh, uh, question here. Favorite track as a whole? So this one is a song that I, you know, hindsight, looking back at the album now, I kind of wish they would have, I don't know. I feel like it could have opened up the, the whole album. When's the last time? Mm. I feel like you hit them in the mouth with this song. Yeah. It is very hard. Give me the chills. Yeah. And again, it's it's another one of those, like I said, you got the right people and you play this at in a club or a bar, a party, it'll still go off. And the new label. Everybody throwing up the Star Trek yep. in the video. Cool shirts. Black and white. Top down. Yep. Chrome spinning. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. I love that song. My favorite though. My favorite and the one that takes me back to a very specific time is this one here. Gangster Lean again. Yeah, Gangster Lean was hard. Nine, nine tray Chevy Lumi. Yeah. You know what I mean? Gold. That same deck. adapter. The adapter. <laughs> Windows down. The AC didn't work great. Felt good. Very, very specific time. This is such a slept on stoner song, too, because that's oh, yeah. what they're talking about. And you never hear this in the top songs, but for real, the way he. Yeah. Incredible. So that's my favorite song on the album. Um, clips post Lord Willen, November 28th, 06, they released Hell Hath No Fury, which had a lot of great songs yeah. on it, but really starts off the beef on record with Cash Money, Baby, and Wayne, which would eventually evolve into Drake. Uh, but Mr. Me Too was about that. Apparently they had, from what happened to that boy, they didn't get paid correctly or something weird happened. But and Birdman and Wayne was on Lord Willen too. They were on Lord Willen, the, the grind and remix, yeah. which something went very south. And, you know, they're all wearing vape. Wayne started wearing vape. So that's why they're kind of Mr. Me Too. But for real, on the first verse, very cold. Yeah. Um, loved Hell Hath No Fury. Uh, when you look at a lot of rankings, it's their quote unquote best album. To me, it's not better than Lord Willen, though. Mm. Just my opinion. Uh, after that, they drop. Uh, let's see. When did uh, To the Casket drops? Was December 8th, 2009. Had a lot of good songs on there. Popular Demand with Cam. Yeah. Where Cam has the uh, uh, lyric where he says, uh, I'm the other guy that got your mother high. Tell your mother hi. <laughs> How, how disrespectful is that? Uh, I'm good with Pharrell, which was a very, a very big record, and actually the lead single off of "Till the Casket Drops." And then you get kind of a big deal with Kanye, and it also had Carrie Hilson on it at one point. Uh, but this is the first time you hear Kanye with the clips, and I think that kind of led to Pusher signing with Good Music later. I remember this on 106 and Park as, as well as. Uh, uh, the MTV wasn't what did MTV have at the time? Not TRL, but the other one. Don't even remember the name. One hundred six in Park. No, not no, no, on MTV. Oh, on MTV. Uh, not Total Request Live. Um, it was their hip hop show, but I don't remember what it was called now. Yeah, I don't either. Damn. Not Yo Yo MTV. No, uh, no it was Pat after was Yo MTV raps. In any event, clips break up. Right, Malice. Um, this is an interesting story. So Malice and Pusher T, they just finished a meeting with Rick Rubin in L.A. 
On the way back to the hotel, Malice tells Pusher that he doesn't want to rap anymore, that he's done. And Pusher T's just like, are you sure? Yeah, okay. Obviously, they're brothers, no ill will towards each other. Malice becomes a born-again Christian, changes his name to No Malice. He still pops up on songs. They were on Kanye's Donda. Mm -hmm. He's done stuff with Push as well. Um, Pusher becomes one of probably the best in the game, mm -hmm. if we're going to be real, releasing uh, quite a few great albums, released My Name Is My Name in, uh, in 2013, King Push in 2015. Uh, at that time, he was then appointed president of Good Music in 2015. 2018, he releases Daytona. Uh, just the back and forth with Drake around that time and a really great album. And the the picture, the album uh, art, the, the Whitney, Whitney Houston. Houston. Oh, my God. And this is at a time, too, when he's dropping um, the same time as Victory Lap. We just lost Nip. Yep. And, you know, all respect to Nip, Daytona was my album of the year that year. Mm, it was a great album. I loved it. I, I had Nip right above it, though, if I remember. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Um, okay, and then just this year, we get it's, uh, it's Almost Dry, which might be the album of the year. We'll see in December. Uh, but it has one of your favorite songs that you can never remember the motherfucking <laughs> name of. Here it is. <laughs> what is it called, Dre? Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Dreaming of the Past. There we go. If those who don't know, when we played the Will Wonder Pod Hurdle with Dre, I played the damn beginning, and it says Dreaming of the Past. And he's like, I know it's Pusha T. Levels is there as a player for the players. <laughs> I don't remember the name of the song, uh, but great album there. It's almost dry. Um, Which Malice was on to. And honestly, if you ask me what verse was the best, I think Malice's verse on, I think it's the last song on, on, on dry. Mm -hmm. I believe that was my favorite verse. Mm. It's a, it's the whole album is solid, but yeah, yeah I'm with you. And it's no malice. Don't no forget. malice. My bad. No, my malice. bad. No malice. Yeah. Um, Man, we're going to end there, but 20 years, Clips, Lord Willen, just an iconic album for me, for you, for a lot of people that were into the music at that time. And for the Neptunes, it showed that they could just, they could carry an entire album, not just making singles, minus Comedy Central. <laughs> Garbage. Get that shit the fuck out of here. Uh, uh, I also hear, I mean, there's always rumors that we'll get another Clips album. Yeah. But there's always rumors about this. So you hopefully it happens. They're in two totally different uh, head spaces though. So I think it would be hard, but I think it would be great if they could do it. I think we're getting close. I mean, Push is a father now. Yeah, it's true. It's true. We can only hope. Yeah. Never know what's going to happen. Uh, we're going to leave on this. So I have another record shop coming out in a couple of weeks. We're going to cover two albums, 15 year anniversary of two albums that honestly... When they came out the same day, the lead up to it and what happened afterwards, in my opinion, really changed the face of hip hop and how it was gonna 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 keep going. So here's the a little suspense. What is it? Here's a little preview. The record shop will return in just a couple of weeks. Thanks, Dre. Thank you, bro. Thank this you. This was a lot of fun. I appreciate you. Love this damn segment. Here's the preview. Like we always do with this This week for I Wonder, 
As we just got out of that record shop for the Clips' Lord Willen, we talked a lot about the Neptunes, how important their production was to Lord Willen, as well as how crazy their run was as a production team. All of those hits that they had, number one hits, top 10 hits, etc. So I started to wonder who has the most number one hits, hot, Billboard Hot 100 hits, as a producer. So here is that list. Tied at number one with 23 apiece, we have George Martin and Max Martin. Now, George Martin, all you need to know about Sir George Henry Martin was he was an English record producer, but he was referred to as the fifth Beatle. All you need to know. All you need to know. Next up, Max Martin. He's been producing since 1994. Now, in his early days, maybe... He wasn't known, but when you get to about 98, he's working with NSYNC, Britney Spears, Backstreet Boys, and it just keeps on going. Top 10 hip, hits that he had with Katy Perry, just a number of different pop artists. So you can understand why he has 23 tied with George Martin for number one spot on the most number ones by a producer. Next up, we got Dr. Luke. Dr. Luke has been around for some time, but most recently you would know him from his work with artists like Tyga. Yeah, believe it or not. Uh, Katy Perry, Doja Cat, number of different artists, Juice World, even. The list goes on and on and on. This year, he also worked with Nicki Minaj on that new song, Super Freaky Girl, which samples none other than Rick James. So there you go. Number three is Dr. Luke with 17 number one hits. Tied for fourth with 16 apiece would be Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. And if you're not familiar with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, then you did not listen to any music in the early to mid 90s, even late 90s. Really, you have everything from Michael Jackson, Boys to Men, Mariah Carey, Big Daddy Kane, Climax, Yolanda Adams, Maya. The list just goes on and on and on. Usher. So that would round out your top five. George Martin, Max Martin, both tied with 23 number one hits. Then we have Dr. Luke right there at number three with 17. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, even though they were a production team, both with 16. So let's just add a number five considering those two are a team. Mariah Carey at 15. That's right. She gets production credit on a number of her records. So there you have it. You compare that to the Neptunes, whose run is incredible. They've actually only had four number one hits. They've had so many within the top 10, but just four number one hits. Thank you all for listening this week. Follow the pod on Instagram at the Will Wonder Pod. Follow me on Twitter at DJ Will Wonder. If you are in Utah this fall, make sure to vote out Mike Lee. Also, I'm still on this. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, drop me a five-star rating as well as a review. I'd really appreciate it. If you listen on Spotify, just a five-star rating will suffice because that's all you can leave me. Lastly, if you are in Utah this fall, make sure to vote Mike Lee out, and we will see you all next week. Peace. Please subscribe, write, and review. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Mm-hmm. <laughs>